Hi guys, welcome back to Earthy Bruja Speaks. My name is Shannon. I am the Earthy Bruja. And on this week's episode, I had the privilege of all... Like, listen, this is our everyday conversation, to be honest. But Portia, on purpose, Portia and I was having a conversation today. And I said, you know what, stop. Let's do this on the podcast. Because we it was getting deep, it was getting good. And so I was traveling into the shop today. And so this this conversation is... It is deep. And it is one that I wanted you all to experience. Unfortunately, there are some breaks because I'm traveling on the road and so the connection gets a little spotty at at times. Thank you for your patience in advance with that. And at the end, it kind of gets cut off. But we had gotten the the majority of the information out to you all. So you're not really missing anything because it cuts off at the end. We begin to to, uh, wrap it up anyway. So enjoy this week's podcast. Enjoy my favorite person, Portia on Purpose, uh, if you have not followed her on Instagram, she is there under Portia on purpose. Go do that. If you find that you need some assistance with mental health, she is qualified. You can find her in many platforms. Go do that. She has her own website, PortiaOnPurpose.com. Reach out to her there. Uh, myself, as always, you can find me at EarthyBruja.com. I'm also here in the shop at uh, Enchanted Energy Haven here in Waxahachie. So, with enough with the preliminaries and it gets on. Let's get into it. Enjoy. Go grab a drink. Sit back and enjoy. Peace. Love you guys. Hello. Hello, beloved. Beautiful beginnings. Ah, oh, this is my favorite, favorite, favorite. Hey, Portia on purpose. Hola, Earthy Bruja. How are you? I am fantastic. Let me let everybody know what's going on. So listen here, y'all. We have these conversations daily, all right? And so today we have again one of the good ones. It was getting meaty. It was getting meaty. I said, stop. Let's do this right now. Let's go ahead and record this. I'm in need of a podcast post. Uh, this is going to work out just fine. So we just going to rewind and okay. go from the top. And you said you had a thought and it was about what? Impatience. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a thought this morning. That I believe it is okay to run out of patience for other people if it means that you pick up patience for yourself. And then you asked me what I thought about it. And I asked you, what do you think about that? And I said, it sounds like loving yourself first and most by the way if you have not heard the podcast on boston bruja where i had a discussion about this go check it out now we have been caught up and we are talking about the fact how many fucking times we're supposed to forgive people before they realize that this is some bullshit i'm not here for it I'm, I, I, I i saw a, a post yesterday that this aquarius full moon is asking us to be forgiving and address forgiveness just scroll right on by that shit because I believe if it don't fit, you got to mm-hmm. be quit and let it fly. And I let it flow on, flew on, and goodbye because I'm not here for that bullshit. No, I'm done with that. You know, so I want, in your words, when you say I want to be surgical, right? I want to be mm-hmm. forensic with this. Right? I have been, I've been an expert witness before and my understanding of how to successfully navigate being asked questions in the hot seat or, or the witness chair, whatever you like to call it, is directly addressing what was asked of you. Not creating any content or mm-hmm. storyline or laying any track. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Where'd you go? Are you still there? Can you hear me? I can now. I don't know what happened. We oh, got a pause. I think once the screen times out, you can't hear me, but that's okay. So now I know what to do. Um, so you heard the part about me saying being forensic. Yes, all the way up to the point of getting on the stand and answering the question posed to you. Don't add to or take away. Correct. And so if what the Aquarius full moon is asking us to do, I'm an Aquarius rising, by the way, so I'm in my feels about this. Mm -hmm. um, if it's asking us to address and examine forgiveness, that's not the same as asking us to be forgiving. Correct. I like it that. Is, okay. It is asking us to examine the way we view, we feel, we process forgiveness. And at some point, we have to realize that we have been taught and directed erroneously based on other people's agendas or misunderstandings. There's a scripture in the Bible that says you should forgive your brother 77 times 7. Why would I do that? Why? What does it benefit me as the one who's constantly being offended or wronged? And what does it do for the person who's constantly doing the wrong when there's no uh, accountability for his or her actions? And uh, if I'm, somebody, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying it just doesn't make any sense that you would forgive someone for repeatedly doing the same or similar shit and disrespecting you and just not, not holding value with you as a person. But oh, because I want to be like God, I'm going to forgive them over and over again. No. And here's the thing. If I allow somebody enough access to me that I need to forgive them or that a situation presents itself in which there is an opportunity to forgive them 77 times seven. What am I doing? What am I doing that I keep what showing are you doing up? If, if, if you... mm. how, how do I put myself in a position, in a situation where I need to forgive you that many times. I need to move around. 77 times 7. Girl, That's do the approach. math. Do the math on it. Look, I'm finna do the That's math a, on it. Do the math on it, shit. I'm finna do a whole lot of time on it too, right? <laughs> Carry the one. Do you hear me? But that's what we do over here. Right, <laughs> my kids learning new math, and I don't know where the hell they got that from. But I don't know if my mathing is right. That's five hundred and thirty-nine times. <laughs> that's five hundred and thirty-eight more times than I'm ever gonna do it. Do you understand? And I'm not gonna lie and say I haven't forgiven somebody for the same thing more than once. And, that's why that's why I know I'm not gonna do it no more. And in deep transparency, see, and in deep transparency, I have to say anything beyond forgiving a person two or three times is likely codependence. And as you say that word, which is a very much a, a, a clinical term, would you please explain to the people why you can say that with certainty? Because you got some ABCs to go with your name. I want to know you ain't just talking, slanging around vocabulary words. 
True. I am a licensed psychotherapist. I'm an LCSW um, with a specialty in trauma-informed therapy. And I work with people who have personality disorders um, and anxiety and depression and some of the more common things that show up in life. And so clinically, codependence is about a person's inability to generate value for themselves. I just took a deep breath. I just took a deep breath. It was required. It was required. Because in that last part of that, the la- in that definition, I saw my whole face at one point. Mm. I, I, I recognize her there. Mm. And I would hope just that little piece right there would save somebody today. Mm-hmm. The idea, well, let me back up and say this. If your sense of self-worth and your sense of purpose and the majority of your mind, your body, your moving around, your actions are tied to what other people want and what other people need and how other people respond to your actions. You become a shapeshifter. And as a shapeshifter, you have no defined you. Mm. And without a defined you, you can become any and everything, which would be fantastic, except now you are bound to the agenda of the people that you are trying to please. And once they don't need or require you anymore, they will discard you. And when they discard you, you don't walk away and say, you know what, that was some bullshit, but I learned a lesson. You say, let me try harder. Mm. Maybe if I had just said it this way, or maybe if I had just given them enough space, or maybe if I had just, I had just, I had just, mm-hmm. not them, right? That, you that, own that your whole train of thought is making my stomach hurt. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. I'm so glad. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> and so this idea of forgiving somebody 77 times 7 is an encouragement to be codependent. Man, listen. Listen. As someone who is a recovered people pleaser... This is feeding my soul. Do you understand? If I ever, in the quiet moments of my mind, be wondering, did I do the right thing? Should I have given so-and-so more chances? Baby, right now, you're giving me whole life. Because, again, I say a recovering people pleaser, which means that there is action constantly happening where I move with an effort not to be a people pleaser. Mm. Because that is a, a muscle that was trained long ago. And so moving every day and engaging with people mm-hmm. every day and not with, and not slipping back into the old way of moving, of people pleasing and devaluing my, my me as a person, devaluing my time, my effort, my skill. Uh-uh. No. Devouring. Devouring being the key word, right? Devouring. Because there's nothing wrong with taking joy in doing things for other people. But when your sense of who you are 
your sense of value, worth, and well-being are attached to what you do for other people and not just what you do, but their responses to what you do. You are in a parasitic relationship. Let me help somebody might not understand about the responses part. You do something for some, or someone does something for you, right? And a few years later, they're doing some things or whatever, and they ask you something, and you say no. And their response is, all I've done for you, everything I gave up for you, uh-huh, there, there it is right there. There it is right there. There it is. And, and if, as you are doing things, or while you are planning to do something for somebody if you feel anger, mm. if you feel resentment, if you feel anxiety, if you feel any kind of trepidation and you do it anyway, you're likely codependent. Mm. If it's going to make you late for work, but you do it anyway, if it's going to make your rent late, but you do it anyway. If it makes you feel dirty and used afterwards and you do it again, you lean into it again, thinking if I could just be better attached, if I could just get them to respond in a particular way. And let me say this about codependence and codependency. The way a codependent shows up with this loving, giving, free-spirited attitude is like blood in the water to a narcissist. Charm, yeah. You know how a shark can swim in the water, yes. a mile away. Uh huh. A narcissist can smell this on a person a mile away. Because the thing we have to remember is not all gifted people, empathic people walk in the light. Very often, narcissists are empathic. Well, you know what I said about about being empathic. I think we all are empathic. Some have just stronger stronger skills than others. So I think narcissists are probably some of the most strongest at it. Because they are the most committed. Yes. And they are the most committed because unlike the codependent who keeps shape-shifting and flip-flopping and dancing for the dollars, so to speak, the narcissist has totally committed to giving up their authentic personality. They're totally committed. Wow. And that's why you can't shake them. And that's why they're predictable. And that's why they follow a very definite pattern because they are totally committed. Wow. And they feed on the lack of commitment they find in the codependent. They want to feel through you because they have resigned themselves to not genuinely or authentically feeling anything. And so you, as a codependent, are like a drug to them. That's like snorting cocaine to oh them. And that is why the term narcissistic supply came into being. Because the codependent is the narcissist cocaine. Wow. 
And all and of so, that's wrapped up in doing nice things and being loving and being supportive and being kind. All these things that sound wonderful in a healthy relationship, in a healthy interaction. But but the difference being that in a healthy interaction, there is reciprocity. And yes. it ain't reciprocity that you got to pay for or beg for oh. or borrow from some other situation. Well, that one time when I needed something six years ago, they did come through and give me $20. But it's 2022. Right. How right. shall two walk together? <laughs> Here it come again. That has been your statement all year long. How shall two walk together? Lest yeah. they agree. Lest they agree. Wow. Right. So, so <laughs> in, under the light of this forgiveness thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, I mean, this is a really intricate and tangled web here. Because you, ah, thank you, Spirit. You have to be very much aware of self, who you mm -hmm. are, know your why in order to move so that you are moving with, okay, there's my tongue go, authenticity, authentically. And, and, and authenticity is an organism, it is an ecstatic state of being. Mm. Who you are authentically happens as you reveal. Uh oh, happens when? Uh oh. Oh, did I go out again? <laughs> happens when you when you reveal yourself to yourself, right? So you are constantly getting other opportunities to be authentic. You don't just wake up one day and say, "I am authentic." Because you are a growing, living, sentient organism, a being. And under the proper conditions, you know, like a plant with sun, water, and ground, you will grow and change and evolve and blossom, right? So the more you understand and know about yourself, the more opportunities exist to live in that authenticity. Yes. And you can't do that. <laughs> If you have to be plugged into somebody else to get it. Mm. If you have anxiety about being alone to the point that you will keep company with people that you really don't give a shit about. That ain't it. If you will stay in a relationship that doesn't offer you any spiritual or companionship like reciprocity, nourishment, then that ain't it. If you're constantly the one giving and doing and planning, that ain't it. If you're never quite sure where you stand with that other person, and if you ever have even the smallest fear that not doing the thing for them will fracture the relationship, that ain't it. If you don't ever get to have a bad day, if you don't ever get to have an off day with dishes in the sink and clothes in the dryer and your bed is not made up and your hair is up in a ponytail and you walk around in your drawers all day 
if you don't get to have a day like that without the fear of being judged or criticized, that ain't it. If the bottom of your feet can't be ashy and y'all <laughs> be in public, I'm talking about basic stuff. Right? Basic stuff, yeah. That ain't it. Wow. I got two rules for my kids when we go out in public. Number one, for my daughter, you cannot wear a bonnet. <laughs> okay. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I'm the parent. I have that authority at this point. And don't be ashy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? That's easy. I mean, that's easy. But if you have to check all of these boxes before somebody is willing to keep company with you, or y'all can only kick it and hang out when they call and ask you, but whenever you call and ask them, they're not available. <clears throat> or they That's be, a problem. Or they got something to do. Or they would come hang out with you, but they don't have no money. And so you end up having to pick them up and pay for them to eat. And then you give them some pussy. Huh. That's that's too much. And drop them off till next time. I'm talking about things that are really happening out here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Right, even tangible. Even at a church, let's bring it on home. Even in church. When you got to be on all of these committees and these rosters and do all of these things and give down to your last and you got holes in the bottom of your good shoes and the pastor drive a Jaguar. Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't it. God forbid you decide to miss a Sunday because you want to do something for yourself and the whole church body is calling. We want to know what's wrong with you. And how you don't give God all of your time. I just wanted to go out of town on vacation. Mm-hmm. Or they flat out tell you that you out of fellowship. Yeah. They flat out tell you you out of fellowship with the Lord. Right. Because I didn't get that and, on this Sunday. Okay. Right on. And in your own experience, let's not talk about anybody else's. Let's talk about your experience and my experience. In my own experience, the church is filled with. In your own experience, I'm here. The church is filled with codependent people who are trying to make the pastor happy. Yep. Who are trying to please God with all these things that they are doing. And 80 to 85 percent of the church is women who are sitting there waiting to be scooped up by some man so they think they can go do all of this for him, too. Yeah. All of it. And we are taught. I I tweeted about this the other day. Women and girls are offered this idea that it is important to be modest. And the reason that they are offered this modesty in dress, modesty in talk, cross your legs at the ankle, don't talk too loud, don't be too this, don't be too that, is because that is to the benefit of people who are afraid of the raw power of femininity. 
Yes. Absolutely. You just look at the language in the old, in any old text and, and storylines. Uh, a man behaves a certain way. He was bewitched by the woman because she got curves and, and humps and bumps and sexy. He can't control himself. It's her fault. Correct. What the fuck? We see it in, in, in victim culture, right? Where we say little girls shouldn't dance like this, wear this, do this, be this way, because you know how men are. Well, how about we address how men are? Right. Instead of trying to find a skirt for a nine-year-old, they come down to her ankles. How about we just teach people how to keep their hands to themselves? How about it? And so we get into this habit of blaming people for being themselves. And then there is no encouragement toward authenticity. What about the religious experience encourages authenticity? I don't recognize it at all. I don't know where it is anywhere in there that it ever. Right. So when they say you're supposed to forgive, it's easy to say that to somebody who has no fucking idea that they even been offended. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I personally, yeah. and I mean, come for me if you will. I am not a non-confrontational person. <laughs> <laughs> so Listen, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm here is your warning and disclaimer. Don't do it. Save yourself. If you don't right. agree with the words that are being said here, do yourself a favor and just go on about your business. And I don't really even need you to agree, but what I need you to do is own your position. Right? When yeah. you play, I, I play sports, right? And the, the reason team sports works is when you play your position. Okay. Yeah. And so if your position in that works for you and it is offering you the abundance and the prosperity that you seek, if that's what you're seeking, because that's another right. false idea that everybody out here is just trying to be themselves. No, they're not. No. So I am forgiving a person that's pretending to be somebody else anyway. So who am I forgiving? Who? I'm forgiving your avatar, but your avatar don't give a shit about me. Not at all. And I'm going to say this. I've said it a hundred times before. I'll say it again. If you are the smartest person in your circle, get in a new circle. Because I love my circle and the folks in my circle that help me be a better me help me see things from a different perspective and a different angle and, and take, let, allow my analytical skills to get to work. Thank you. Thank you. And, allow you, and thank you. And thank you. And thank you. Because we all have blind spots. Yes. Right? But often we'll curse the car next to us for being in our way. But you got a blind spot, baby. Acknowledge your blind spot. Right? I got to, you know, I write notes all over my house. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm, look, okay. I'm looking at one on the door right now that says, you cannot move successfully without acknowledging your blind spots. Mm. 
you can't switch lanes successfully without acknowledging your blind spots. So there are people now who are doing this spiritual bypass thing. Uh, yeah. Where they just going to sweep away everything that happened and they fall into these very deep, profound spiritual experiences. Let me tell you something. When you come up for her, you still have to deal with your shit. And it'll be sitting right there waiting on you because it ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, it's, it's going to be sitting there. What I have come to understand with this spiritual journey, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. As a matter of fact, it's very few unicorns and rainbows, if you ask me. But uh, that's, my, that's my understanding. It, 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 it's deep work. It's just because you've done the work on this thing, all that did was prepare you to undo and do the work on the next thing. Because, because they're all love, connected. And because very, very few things here are actually encouraging you to be yourself. Very few things are even, very few constructs are even open to a discussion of higher consciousness. And the kind of peace that comes with the understanding that chaos is just as much a reality as peace is. Yeah. And I get to choose. I can't just walk in the light with this toxic positivity and just say that everything is going to be fine. It doesn't matter. That thing about turn the other cheek. Right, you not gonna slap me. That I'm just a fight come with that. No, no. I posted yesterday a on Thank you for joining. You may find me at earthybrewhot.com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Feel free to go over to earthybrewhot.com and join the group there. We're also always offering new information as well as coupon codes. In order to get those early before anybody else, you must be a member. So go over to earthybrewhot.com and become a member and download the app there. Um, other places you can find me are... You can also join us on Patreon. We'll be launching uh, postings on Patreon next month in April. So go ahead and join. Uh, very inexpensive options there. Looking forward to seeing you all there. I am again, thank you so much for coming and joining me here on Anchor. You can find this podcast on all platforms that is available. So we're just going to leave that there. And then you can find this podcast at all the platforms. Um, I think this is the closing I'm going to do for now. It might get updated. It might get <laughs> edited. So here is that for now. Peace and blessings to you all. Again, know that you're fully loved and fully supported. Have an amazing day.